0: Hey you, Psst. can I tell you something? I know nobody asked me, but when I unsubscribe from an email list, I feel a little guilty when I click the box that says I never subscribed for this list. It's like a real life game of, yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Welcome back to another episode of the Botanista Podcast. Yes, I did subscribe to your email list, but no, I no longer want to be subscribed. Good morning. Today is what I believe could be the last self-produced morning episode of the podcast. I'm up early before the sun sets, sipping my coffee. There we go. Correct answer. We need to cool it on Miller Lite the next few months. Not because I don't love them, but because my body doesn't love me and I don't quite love my body right now. So let's give Miller Lite a break An intro today's show with what everybody wants in the fall, right? We want leaf peeping. We want cider donuts. We want the fedora hat that every single girl wears with her checkered scarf we want it all and there's no better place to check out all things fall than going to the times union hudson valley where you can learn about everything going on down there in the catskill region i mean come on what could be a more beautiful better place to get your instagram shots to get your fall flavors I highly recommend checking out their site for any sort of day trip activity, staycation, overnight. We love Hudson, New York. We love Rhinebeck. We love Kingston, surprisingly. Shout out to Kingston. Not Sean Kingston, except for, you know what? We could, always, we could always shout out Sean Kingston. I believe he made a major comeback once from a jet skiing accident. Now, God bless me if I didn't get that right. But God bless Sean Kingston God bless Kingston New York check out timesunion.com slash Hudson Valley give them a follow on social media you are gonna see me spending more time down there this fall in winter to check out literally the latest happenings spend more of my free time as a a new age working girl we're not gonna say hashtag girl boss because we don't say hashtag girl boss on this show but I am reflecting a little bit as I head into my last week as a 8 to 5 traditional corporate world working girl and I'm looking ahead into what is going to be a fully packed schedule for next week my first week on the clock as my own employee very excited about that but before I get into today's episode and what's going on in my world few things that we're going to run through today. It's got to be a quickie. It's got to be a quickie today, girls. Even though I'm up before the sun, we got a late start. And guess what? You're going to hate to hear this. Not really. You don't care. Maybe. My microphone is broken. So today's episode is a little bit of the old school throwback version via photo booth, Uh, Me recording on my iPhone, trying not to scream into the microphone here. So apologies in advance if I do. Today we are going to talk about my recap. Of course, I hinted at quite a few things last week. Target sale, mums, the switch, the biggest switch, the wicked switch of the Northeast. It happened. It's here. She blew over like a breeze. I do want to get into Dog the Bounty Hunter getting involved in Brian Laundrie's disappearance after Gabby Petito was missing and found. I think that's quite interesting. I'm here for a good uh, pop culture moment, but we'll get into that later. And then, of course, a quick looking ahead. As I mentioned, I have a fun event that I will be going to this week. It's kind of a full circle moment from something that happened in 2019 at one of my place, my places, my favorite places in Saratoga, the Adelphi Hotel. Um, one more fall style tip that I want to give you and last but not mother freaking least we are approaching the end of the month which you know what that means the capital regions best dressed is waiting for you I'm waiting for you we will close the show out with a beg and a plead to submit your fall fits starting from the top what did I mention last week well we'll start with the target designer collabs I was absolutely floored that the fact I set an alarm, I predicted this, I talked about this, and I still did not have my shit together to be one of the first people to scoop up some of the designs from the four different designers Target was featuring in their latest collab. Rachel Comey and Sandy Liang were the ones that we talked about on the show last week, but there were two others that were A little different, some were a little bit more colorful, a little bit more interesting, but I have to be honest with you, I didn't even make it to the store because I woke up Saturday morning enjoying poor health, I was not safe at any speed, and I was going to test that speed and drive to Target when I set my alarm to go there, but I checked online, checked the app, and so much of what I saw was either online only or sold out. And I feel bad. I might have slighted you. I might have looked over that. I forgot how much of these collabs release online only these days. So I didn't really have a good sense of what I would have even found in the store if I went there. But I ordered a well, more than decent amount of things online. I was trying to keep it simple for those of you that looked online and wanted to grab some stuff yourself. Um, I did like the gray tweed suit. We've been talking about my platform sneakers, being late to the trend. I've been wearing the shit out of my sneaker so far. So I had a vision to do kind of like a, not like redoing like the rock look, which every girl thinks is like so funny. Like you think it's so funny that you wear a turtleneck and a gold necklace? Get with it. It's 2021. The rock doesn't even wear shirts anymore. So don't Credit him for the turtleneck and the gold chain any longer. We've all been there. We've posted the meme. We've joked about it. We've had our LOLs. But move on. Own that turtleneck. Own that gold chain. And let the rock do his thing on his own. Okay. He's repping Under Armour these days. He's a lot more sporty than he is chic. So I liked this um, tweed suit by Rachel Comey. We gotta have like some of it come online. Some come in store. Um, I am hoping I can track down, there was a really good pair, and I think they're still available, of kind of like windbreaker material quilted joggers. Can't remember which designer, but I'm looking forward to those. Overall, I thought... There was a really good mix of stuff. Obviously, this is one of those collections that does always come in plus size. So I get some requests on my Instagram sometimes to, you know, talk about plus fashion or see if I can point people in the direction of any um, plus size fashionistas out there, which I hate the term plus size. I think that's so passe. Um, We're very inclusive now these days. Obviously, there's really no reason to separate anybody out based on their size. I like curvy girls. I like thick girls, obviously. We know on this show, thick thighs save lives. Um, I'm hoping to not save lives anymore, though, because in my personal world, my thighs have gotten a little too thick for my liking. However, I think the fact that Target is always really size inclusive on these collaborations is amazing, so I do want to shout that out. Um, So I got a good mix of neutrals. A lot of the knits were sold out. I posted a pair of knit like sweatpants, that I was really bummed out that I couldn't grab for myself. But once everything comes in, I will show you guys what I got. I'll do a little recap. This is one of those things that I've been saying for months that I'll have more time to do now that I'm full time, is kind of show off my finds, show off in real time what I think is trending, how I'm wearing things. I definitely want to do that in my own style because no offense to anybody out there you know, doing like the viral reels and TikToks. That ain't it for me. Try to be a little bit more original. I don't think I want to do like the fast flip fashion show. So I got to come up with a way to be unique about that. But I did go to Target in person. That's what I wanted to end on is that I did go in person. I had a few botanistas tell me what stores had what. Um, some people said they were impressed with the quality. I'll say overall, pretty good mix. I mean, we had a good mix of fabrics. We had like some faux leathers, like crocodile print stuff from one designer. We had knits. We had some denim. The denim was a little thin. I did do a denim sandy jumpsuit, but I think I need to size up. So overall, my take on these, as always, is you got to get it if you want it. If you're going to feel like you left, you know, you got left out or you missed out, I always kind of overbuy, and then return just to say I saw what the quality was. These are designers that most of us can't afford IRL in real life, Mrs. Loiselle. Um, she loves when I shout her out on this podcast. Um, so uh, so yeah, in real life, it's just nice to see what, what some of the quality is like. Um, and that, you know, we're not gonna get these designers on our own anyway. So, not not a bad stop at the Target this past weekend. Also, not a bad stop. On my front porch over here. I was debating getting mums last week. I am proud to announce. I didn't know mums could make me so happy. We mummed the shit out of my front porch. Obviously I went overboard. But my tip on this. Because part of my hesitation. Was the price. Get them at Price Chopper. I know we. I've had some beef with them in the past. I think the ship is about to. Set sail on the right path. It's so inexpensive to get mummed out at Price Chopper to get pumpkin out at Price Chopper. I got probably seven or eight pumpkins. I got at least the same amount, if not more, mums. They have huge bushels of mums for five ninety nine. So I understand if you have kids, if you want that Instagram opportunity in the Hudson Valley, but if you just want to get it done quick, if you're not here to, you know. Have to trek your kids or your boyfriend or your fiance to a pumpkin patch, just go to Price Shopper and do it. It will give you the same result and surprisingly, the same satisfaction. My boyfriend was like, I came home with all this stuff. I was like, oh, look at the front porch. I'm so excited. Like, I literally couldn't believe how happy this made me. But it brightened the house, enhanced the curb appeal. And he said like three times, he's like, I thought you wanted to go to a pumpkin patch. And I'm like, it sounds like you wanted to go to a pumpkin patch. Did I misread this opportunity? Did you actually want to do a fall outing? I don't think the two of us have ever even been to a store together. There's a, this is separation of church and state. If you want to shop, if you want to spend, I don't care if it's groceries, shoes, pumpkins, or sweaters. You separate that. You do not, in my opinion, you do not often take the bow in tow. When you want to do some spending, but I don't know. Maybe I got to get this guy out to uh, an apple orchard and we do some, some cider, we do some fall things, but there's still time. It's not even the end of September yet, but it's fast approaching. So I'm hoping that these last through the fall, I'm planning a little Halloween party get together at my house. First time in a long time. More to come on that in the coming weeks. Last but not least, on my quick little recap. Again, I'm closing the loops here because I think these are all things that were interesting to you and that, again, there's still time for, so I'm not totally looking at these in the rear view yet. I'm saying, hey, these are the things I did, and if you want to do them in the next few weeks, here's the the last quick tips on how to accomplish it. The switch came and it went. Thank God for my mom because when you have a closet and a wardrobe, as deep and as long lasting or whatever you want to call it as me, the botanista, you need to bring in reinforcement. Like, you know, when you see, you know, when you see like the SWAT trucks or like those old school army tanks and they're driving really slow and it's like very like post-apocalyptic, like you're like, whoa, someone is bringing in the big gun somewhere. That's what it was like when my mom pulled into my driveway this weekend. I'm like, here we fucking go. She's ready to work. She's a trooper. And as I mentioned, I wasn't feeling so hot. So I self-sabotaged my own switch. I was pretty useless. Um the way that my mom and I do it, if you have a friend or you have someone in your life, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your mom. I assume most of you are grown-ass women and you don't need anybody to help you clean your closet out, which snaps and claps for you. Um What I do like though is if you have somebody that can kind of like empty your closet for you and you can sit and be part of it and just say like yay or nay. Like my mom will literally just hold clothes up to me and I'll say like keep, sell, keep, sell, keep, sell, keep, sell. That's a really big part of speeding up the process. Having good storage bins. When I moved into the house, I definitely invested in probably like an upgraded edition of your typical storage bin. Clear is always the way to go because you can see what's in there when you're switching between seasons. I did longer bins, so I could actually keep clothes from wrinkling. I'm I'm probably the size of some of these bins lengthwise. Um, actually, shit, maybe widthwise too. Um, so that's really a big help in just laying things out, trying to pack as much as you can into it. But I mean, I have to... I have to say, if you have any questions about the switch, if you want any more advice, I would say talk to the senior botanista. She's done this for decades. She's a real pro. She's mature about it. She is, um, she's a real force in the closet. You know, she is a visionary when it comes to reimagining and reorganizing sweaters, though are always the most difficult part of winter closet organizing for me. My mom at her house has more sweaters than your favorite department store right now. I swear to God, she she is fully locked and loaded. Talking about bringing in reinforcement, I don't ever need another sweater. I think she could clothe the country in as many sweaters she has. Um, listen, we share, we go back and forth, we save them, we do quality well, we don't do quality over quantity, we do quality and quantity. So, it's hard to part with some of these things, but I never know where to put my sweaters. Right now, I'm going to need a step stool to access them. That's tough, but they're thick, they're bulky, they don't always fit in drawers. Um, you know, I'm not living with luxury of walk-in closets right now in my life. So, I'm trying to be really smart, obviously. The renting revolution has helped me during my switches because I truly, as hard as it is to believe, I don't buy as much stuff each season because of what I'm able to rent, but you're always going to need your classics. You're always going to need your staples, and in the winter, it's all about getting creative with sweaters, whether you're wearing a cropped sweater with wide leg pants, whether you're wearing a long sweater or a duster with more of a tighter fit legging. You have so many options. You have jackets that layer over certain thicknesses of sweaters. You know, there's a lot of options there, but creative storing solutions, you know, I think a top shelf. I think one of those um, kind of hanging shelves that are like kind of cloth material. I have one of those in my closet, but I did get a little excited about leather pants. We talked about pleather being in faux leather, I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing it in bright colors this year, like forest greens, obviously the burgundy. I'm not a big burgundy girl, just to be honest with you, but that's okay. I think I'm sure I'll rent it and I'll try the trend. Um, but we got it done. I'm excited to see my boots. That's another tough organizational thing to to really see all of your shoes so that you make sure that you're wearing them. I always grab a ton from the Zara sale at Cross Gates. I have like eight pairs of black boots right now, varying heights and styles. But if I don't see them, I'm not going to wear them. And that's always a tough one for me. But those are the things I'm excited about. The things that you should be excited about as it relates to my switch is the fact that probably this coming weekend, probably Sunday. So I think that's October 3rd. Oh my God. He asked me what day it was. And I said, it's October 3rd. If you celebrate mean girls, October 3rd, don't participate in my closet sale. It's okay. Um, just kidding. That's a little harsh, but that's another overplayed. Internet thing. We're over October third. When you see the fifteen-year freaking anniversary of Mean Girls, you know it's time to stop quoting Mean Girls because all that means is that we're old. That's what that means. So I'm gonna do a closet sale. It's a good mix of everything I threw out. I say throw out, but I I always sell or donate. Obviously, um, I'll be selling probably some of my fall winter stuff that unfortunately went 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 doesn't fit anymore. I am not happy that my aspirational jeans from two seasons ago still don't fit (sighs) deep breath that's part of my next chapter is getting my shit together i've been saying it for a long time so you're probably all rolling your eyes um but you can benefit if you're thinner than me if you can fit into some of my clothes god bless you they are wonderful and stop supporting me Stop being nice. Stop commenting on my outfits. Stop saying you like my style. Start telling me to get to the gym. Tell me to put down the wine. Tell me to put down the beer. Tell me to stop going to happy hour. Tell me to stop buying a cheeky McDonald's. I did not have a Big Mac last week. I did not have a Big Mac last week. I did not have a Big Mac. Okay, I did. Girls, it's time. If you don't see me at the gym, if you see me on Caroline Street and not at the gym, I need you to pick me up, shake me upside down, and roll me to the nearest metabolic location. That's what I need from you. That's the support I need. And perhaps buying my clothes, taking them out of my hands and enjoying them, showing me how you wear them. That's the upside. The downside is that it's really time to go. I'm unhappy with my current physical situation. Can make you look good in a pic, but it's all about how you feel. And if you don't feel great, it's not a good situation. So we're going to probably cover that a little bit more. Once I get back to the gym every day, I'll have more control over my schedule. I said that was one of the things I was looking forward to the most in going full time with Two Buttons Deep and Botanista is really being able to run my own life and my own schedule in a way that will make me physically healthier. Because We know it's not cute to say how busy you are. It's not cute to push your health and wellness aside just because you're busy or stressed. So I'm looking forward to replacing that end of day stress glass of wine with an evening cooking broccolini. That's what I'll do. That's how I'll turn my life around. Um, Speaking of turning lives around, I think Dog the Bounty Hunter here is about to give us all some closure, hopefully on the Brian Laundrie missing case. Now, I didn't talk about this when Gabby Petito was missing because obviously there was a lot of thoughts out there, a lot of media coverage about how her case has shined a light on missing indigenous or people of color not getting the media attention that Gabby's story did. And I completely understand that. I mean, it's facts, right? Hashtag facts only. We see the number of people that are missing, that their cases haven't been solved. We haven't heard a lot of these people. As far as Gabby goes, you know, I'm sure that race probably does play into it. I'm not an expert. I'm not here to comment on that. But listen, she was an influencer. She was a YouTuber. We should know by now how the media works. They, unfortunately, love this stuff, right? They absolutely know that people are going to buy into it, they're going to follow, they're going to tune in, and that's exactly what happened. So they put out stuff that people was, you know, would be engaged by and want to follow along with, and that's exactly what people did. Before we get into Brian Laundry, I will say this is a social media moment for better or for worse. People were, you know, saying the negative sides of her case getting so much attention, but if you have followed or if you want to follow more closely, my friend, our tiny nest on Instagram. She is um, one of the OG mommy bloggers, which I I don't know how mommy blogger like fits in the community anymore. I don't know if people want to be called that, but she loves true crime and she's been doing some really great Instagram polls and stories, just getting the latest information out there. So if you want to follow the case and kind of hear from someone locally on like how they're tracking it, follow our tiny nest on Instagram um but as you probably already know because it's been unraveling in the past few weeks thanks to tiktok and other bloggers and people with drones they were able to assist in helping solve this case and find gabby sooner now we don't know what the fbi is up to girls we have no idea what goes on behind the scenes i do believe that you know, in the quiet days when you don't hear anything about major cases, we know shit is going down. We know that they know things that we don't know. That's their job. They can't reveal it all. They can't, you know, trip him up, you know, the criminal or the perpetrator, whoever it is. They are smart. This is their job. So let's let them do their job. But at the same time, now we have these people solving the case for them or with them on social media I think that's interesting and cool. It's like kind of a a positive way that people can use their self-absorbed drone hashtag van life. Sorry, I've literally hashtagged way too many times in this podcast and way too many times before 7 o'clock in the morning. I am so sorry about that. What like what is it? Was I watching like Jimmy Fallon reruns when he plays like that hashtag game? Like I don't know. Was I sleeping with numbers flying above my head? I don't know. But that's it on the hashtags for the day. Um, so there's that. Let the FBI do their thing. Shout out to everybody that's using social media to hopefully not for their personal gain, but to actually try to get information and start threads and conversations of people that saw something, that knew someone, that heard something or whatever. But now the latest news is that Dog the Bounty Hunter is knocking on the door of the Laundry Family House Checking out clues involving himself in the situation. I don't know a lot about Dog the Bounty Hunter, but I'm going to go ahead and say I love this move. I love it. I think it's bringing more attention to his disappearance, which is what we need at this point. It's so sad that Gabby was found. I think, you know, obviously the worst case scenario is what people probably thought was going to happen, and it did. So there's closure on that. We're not looking for her, which I'm glad because I think that's better for her family to know and better for her to be found and not be left out in the world. Like that's horrible. It's just literally a nightmare. But now we have this freaking weirdo wandering around wherever the case has gotten so bizarre. And the fact that he, you know, a week after he went missing, his parents are like, oh yeah, he left without his wallet and his phone. The fact that his parents have a missing child and aren't putting out their own statement saying, you know, we're so sorry what happened to Gabby, but let's bring our son home. Like, we don't want it to end the same way. We want him home. They're not saying anything like that. They retrieved his Mustang. Like, the fact that they've been searching this empty freaking, not empty forest, like filled forest with shit, not with people. The fact that they've been searching that just because that's where his parents said he went is bizarre. Some of his friends are saying that he could survive for months on end in, like, the Appalachian Mountains. There's rumors about whether or not he's been active on social media, changing the Instagram handle that he has by adding underscores and removing them. I mean, there's so much information out there. I'm sure a lot of it is misinformation, but just look at Dog the Bounty Hunter, okay? Just look at him. Just admire and take in his 5'7 physique, his... Shoulder to chest length, bleach blonde hair. His wrinkles that just tell you there's so many stories in there. He probably has bodies buried in the seasoned wrinkles on his face. His wife has a chest that resembles a Kardashian bum. I mean, these guys, they're not messing around. They're authentic. They're true to self. And I'm sure... He wants to solve this crime more than anybody and to find out late last night that he says he might have clues, he might have some sort of like self-made campground where Brian Laundrie could be and now Gabby Petito's family is hosting a press conference today, Tuesday at one o'clock. I just think if Dog the Bounty Hunter had something to do with this in conjunction with the FBI or the people on social that are talking about it and trying their own to help it, I think it's a very interesting crowdsourced story. There's nothing more important than finding this kid and holding him accountable if in fact he needs to be held accountable for something. If nothing else though, he has answers. He can, you know, point people in the right direction if they can finally get him to talk. So, I'm going to go with dog on this one. I trust him. I think his involvement is interesting nonetheless. Um, you know, it's there's really no explanation or reason to to say why we normal people obsess over missing persons and crimes and all of that. You know, if I had a true crime podcast, I'd probably like almost be nearing retirement with how popular those things have gotten. We lay down to bed at night to relax and we watch a murder show. I really don't know why that's the phenomenon. I can only imagine it's because we don't want it to happen to us. So if we see it out there in the world, we're kind of like, whew, Oh, Deep breath, sip break, sigh of relief. I don't think that can happen to me, Um, which is sad and selfish, but guess what? That's what the world is, girl. Sad and selfish. Um, My final closure on this case in general, obviously I have to say something that I think is kind of funny, even though it might not be appropriate. This case in general, this cross-country road trip gone wrong, this van life, this Hippy, dippy, carefree, exit the real world before you even enter the real world is never a good idea. Hiking is never a good idea. National parks, 25% of the time, good idea. All roads on um, freaking Route 166, Route 66 or whatever, all roads to Route 66, middle of nowhere USA, no cell reception. Everybody's got a drone in a white, first of all, what's creepier than a white van? All of these roads can lead you to trouble. I understand you want to see the world. I understand you want to be cross country. I understand you want to get the perfect Instagram pic in that weird like vagina looking like natural structure in Arizona. Trust me, it looks incredible. It looks like the beautiest V I've ever seen. I don't want to go there. I don't want to spend that much uninterrupted time in nature documenting it for people i don't know go see it yourself take a plane upgrade yourself to first class sip a cranberry vod while you're on your way to see the world i really think it could end up so much better for you i just i don't know I don't know how many of us truly have what it takes to do a cross-country road trip. You got to be freaking mentally prepared for this stuff. You got to be financially prepared. There's just so much that goes into it that I don't think people realize. They love the glam. They love the idea aspect of it. It looks amazing. I will not be doing that. You will not catch me on a cross-country road trip in that such a manner, okay? That's all I'm going to say about that. Nothing good ever comes from a hike. I'm sorry. So many of you are going to disagree with that. You know I'm like only 75% serious. <laughs> you know, I'm only like a very small percentage of kidding about that. So bless up to, to dog. Hope he finds Brian Laundry and we get the answers that we deserve and that Gabby's family deserves most importantly. All right, let's close the show out. We'll get it done under 40 so I can get my way on with my day. You can get your way on with your day. By the by, one of the best compliments I get about this podcast, and if you agree, thank you, but still do what I said 15 minutes ago and stop supporting me and stop being nice until I shed a solid 15 to 20 off my fupa because I forgot, I forgot before we look ahead, I forgot to mention shapewear. I wanted to share the shapewear recommendations that I got based on an inquiry that I put out last Saturday while I was doing the switch. I don't want to be a whole Debbie Downer. I do want to embrace body positivity and this and that, but it's okay to be down and out every once in a while. I know the pandemic, my schedule. I have all the excuses in the world for why I am not looking the way that I want to look. I'm keeping a positive note in the sense that I am going to have more free time. I do have a gym membership. I have, I was going to say four legs. I don't have four legs. Don't worry. That's not going to hinder or improve my ability to lose weight and work out. I have two arms and two legs that work great. I have a mind that is only partially curbed and damaged by alcohol. I think it would take a few more years to really, really ruin my brain. So that's still in working order. I have all the tools I need to get back to the gym Got a drawer full of workout clothes. R.I.P. GTS clothing. I'm heading to Athleta soon, but until I get it together, until I get my body back that I worked so hard for back in 2018, 2019, I need Spanx and I need them now. My best friend's wedding is next week. I'm wearing crepe and I'm eating too many crepes to be wearing a crepe dress, but here we are. I know a lot of you, in your recommendations. Well, here's what you said, okay? Someone said Spanx Thin Stinks 2.0 is what I saw online. They come in a super high-waisted version, and then they come in kind of like a medium, belly button, high-waisted version. I looked those up. They were like between like 60 and $75 a piece. I loved the shades on Spanx. They have much more than like your light, medium, dark. So I was thinking about getting those, Um, Because that was the first recommendation that came in and I was in a panic. So I was just going to buy the first ones I saw. Some of you said Honey Love, which I had never heard of before. And the reason that I loved this response was that you guys specifically said Honey Love, Spanks do not roll down. Which leads me to my third one is Skims. We discussed Skims a few months ago when I talked about the high-waisted revolution. So glad I didn't hashtag that. Um, I did the high-waisted thongs from Skims. I love them. They're paper thin. They're super comfortable. They give you just a little touch, a touch of support. Not an R. Kelly touch, just a little touch, just a little, little, uh, your, your least offensive sexual predator touch of support. Sorry, that was too much. That was too much, wasn't it? Um, they just give you a little touch of support. So high-waisted thongs from Skims. I got them. But then I got a control top thong, a control top thong from Skims that rolls down on me like crazy. And that kind of defeats the purpose because it leaves a whole bulge right where you're trying to hide it. So like, you know, under your boobs or above your belly button, wherever the waistline hits. So I didn't love those. And I got a small medium and I, I mean, I don't highly doubt I'm a medium large. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if I was, but The skim's control top thong really rided down, rode down, slid down, whatever, on me. So I didn't love that. And then a few people said not Spanx, like just straight up not Spanx because they roll down a lot. So to sum it up, I ended up with Honey Love. I got two different pairs from there. Their promise and guarantee is that they will not roll down. I can't have them roll down. Like I said, I can't create a bulge. You really need stuff that is not going to show you any seams. So these, I'm hoping, will either be seamless right above the waistline of the crepe dress um, so you can't see it, or at worst-case scenario, maybe one of them will hit right at the seam. So if there is any seam, it's going to be covered by the actual dress itself um, I did do shorts. This helps with the anti-thigh gap um, where your legs rub together, especially if you're hitting the dance floor, especially if you're going to be dressed to the nines for nine plus hours. So they're kind of like a bike short. I'm really curious. Dare I say excited? I mean, of course, my outlook on life is that these are going to transform me and I'm going to like have Jennifer Aniston's body after this. Not J-Lo, Jennifer Aniston, which they both have rockin' bods, but JLo, come on. Um, I have a jumpsuit, a silk jumpsuit that I'm staring at that needs to get hemmed that I also need Spanx for. Same situation. I'm just looking for a little tummy tuck. I'm not looking for um, a fanny pack to hide my fupa this time. I'm looking for something to suck it up. I need to roll the fat back inside of my body just for this weekend, just for these weddings, and then it's game on. So when the Honey Love come in, I'll give a recap. Um, Thank you to everybody's recommendations. I was also going to try Target because Target does have some more affordable Spanx. Literally, I think they have a Spanx um, like lower product line that's more affordable. So I'm thinking about heading there and grabbing some as well just to see if there's a lower price point option because for the big guns, you're going to spend... Anywhere from 65 to $85, especially if they're shorts, especially if they're super high-waisted. So I am prepared for that um, to spend a little bit more if they're going to really suck me in and do the job. But I also like the idea of these like jockey, made-in-form, Target, Spanx version uh, affordable options. So more to come on that. But you did ask me to share my recommendations, so here they are. You must listen to the podcast to the 30-something minute mark to get it. I got you. No, I'll probably post it on Instagram story too. Um, Looking ahead quickly, we're not going to do a quick uh, 40-minute episode. We're going to be a little bit over. Not that it matters who's counting. I just need to go to work. Um, This week, I am reuniting with Real Housewife of New York, Dorinda. She is going to be at the Delphi Hotel doing a book signing. I'm not sure if tickets are still available, but... I interviewed her back in the fall of 2019. We had a great little banter, great little back and forth. Can't wait to see her again. I'm not going um, as like part of the event this time. I'm just going to the event and doing traditional Two Buttons Deep style. See what happens. I was invited by a few Saratoga cool moms. So I'm excited to hang with the cool moms that I uh, look up to and admire um, shit. Why did I just pause my video? It doesn't matter. I'm recording on photo booth. Um, yeah. So the cool moms invited me. There's a cool twist on our Dorinda appearance to this event that I'm very excited to be a part of. It's over the top. It's going to be a really funny time. We'll be bringing senior botanista with me because she hit it off with Dorinda's fam last time. She was chatting with her mother, her sister. I couldn't find my mom for half the event she was hanging out with Dorinda's mom. So I'm happy to take my mom out on the town this week, see some botanistas, some fashionistas in the wild. And that will be my last official day of corporate employment. So it's a good celebration. Take me into the weekend in style. And speaking of in style, we are approaching the end of the month. I let it with the top of the show. So if you're not here now, you heard it 40 minutes ago. Capital Region's Best Dressed of the Week, of the Month, just kidding, of the Month, is coming up. I am looking for your submissions. There's been a lot of weddings this fall, a lot of fun galas, events, get-togethers, showers, parties, nights out. Show me what you got. Tag Buttonista in your fashionable fits for a chance to win. $200 in gift cards to your favorite stores at Crossgates. If you win, you can slice it and dice it however you want. The last winner, 150 bones to Zara. Love to see it. She did another 50 to the new Urban Outfitters, but Crossgates is filled with so many unique stores, so many places to shop, and if you can win $200 just for doing you and doing style the way that feels good, more power to you Send your nominations in this week. The 30th is Thursday, I think. So we're going to have to launch it on Thursday. Holy shit. I got to get my shit together in more ways than one. Happy Tuesday. Thank God it is Tuesday. I will see you next week as a free freaking woman. Let's go, girls.